0: Alright everyone, welcome to Single Minded Conversations. I'm your host, Jesse Single. I'm a uh, podcaster and writer and uh and so forth. Um you can check my work out at jessiesingle.substack.com, podcast at We had some crazy stuff on there recently. Uh we're also uh doing live shows in what do we got? We got Boston, we got New York, we got Arlington. A couple of them are sold out, but please check those out. Um Mostly just going to take your calls today. I want to talk a little bit about people's lack of concern over folks getting like debanked and stuff. Uh there's a group called uh gaze Ag- <laughs> sorry, I can't even say the name. Gaze Against Groomers that apparently, you know, takes a conservative stance on the drag uh drag queen Story time, uh, story hour, and uh, hormones and stuff like that. And I looked at their website. I didn't look at it deeply. They don't seem to be an ultra-far-right website. They seem to – I mean, even if they were, I guess we'll get to that. But they seem to take like conservative stances on what are ongoing hot button issues. And apparently their uh, PayPal and Venmo were just nuked. And uh, people seem tend to celebrate when stuff like this happens. And I think that's really worrisome. I mean – we increasingly live in a world where if you don't have access to Venmo and PayPal, and I believe PayPal owns Venmo, and and PayPal is a giant company, um, if you don't have access to these services, it is much much harder to make a living. You have to jump through hoops to do so, or, you know, if you don't have access to them, they don't have access to a couple others, and and these things tend to snowball. And I, I the fact that a lot of folks on my side of the political aisle aren't concerned about the. Um, dystopian potential here i mean i know a lot of folks just don't really believe that if you have the quote-unquote wrong politics you have any right to speak or to engage in commerce or anything like that but uh even if you don't believe that you have to recognize that giving companies this much power to to ruin organizations and ruin businesses is just a bad way to do things um i have more thoughts on this but i'll skip to uh a pope what's up pope
1: hey jesse how are you keeping good how are you not too bad not too bad uh i wanted to talk to you about uh teddy if that was okay from the podcast Uh, yeah yeah yeah, i I just thought that was a really fascinating podcast like i thought the two episodes are really good the first one was just like i thought a more standard episode that you usually do like and the second one i thought was like just a really fascinating profile or case study of like a, a troll essentially like and uh, I just had a few, like, theories and observations on, te- uh, on Teddy. And, yeah, uh, i I just wanted to chat to you about it, but then, like, my curiosity got the better of me. And I did do a little bit of, like, research online last night. And I found something that I wanted to talk to you about as well, which I think is, like, uh, some cryptic reference in the 4chan note, which, like, essentially confirms authorship that he did write the letter.
0: Oh, uh, interesting. What's that?
1: I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit if that's okay. Uh, but like the first thing that jumped out at me when I was listening to the episode, he he said to you about the Sun. He asked you, was were you like uh from the Sun newspaper? And uh like that said to me that like he was like a Liverpool supporter because like Liverpool uh football club and their supporters have boycotted the sun for like thirty years.
0: Yeah. He is a and, Liverpool uh, supporter, I've seen from his post. And just so everyone knows what we're talking about, this is the um kid who's who claims to have left the threatening note for Keffels that there's going to be a lot of proper proper nouns that won't make any sense to a few of you. you'll have to just listen to the episodes, but he, he left a threatening note in Belfast that helped get Kiwi Farms kicked offline, but I looked into him, and he seems to genuinely have no connection to Kiwi farms, but yes, I believe he's a Liverpool supporter based on his posts
1: yeah, well, that fits with why he was asking about the Sun newspaper but uh then like uh, the next thing that I just felt like was that like um I thought like his loyalist persona the whole that whole persona was like quite. Uh, Exaggerated and like it's designed like to kind of like add to the intimidation of his of his harassment online. Like I do think he is like a Protestant and he supports like uh, more than likely is a Protestant from Northern Ireland who supports Rangers and is very familiar with like that whole loyalist culture. But like I just don't think he is himself a sincere Protestant or uh, loyalist because like I just think it jibes with like the foodist thing where like they're just like real ultra trolls by the looks of things and like delight in transgressing and like that whole thing about asking you to do the five seconds for the queen like that was (laughs) you like i think like and the whole like i swear on the protestant faith like that was way too earnest yeah too much like him like you know like and even about the flag thing that like that was total bullshit as well like about Ellen pulling down the flags like so i just think there's loads i just suggest that like it's basically like because if someone's trolling you online who also says they're affiliated with like a loyalist paramilitary group that probably seems much worse than. Oh, that. I
0: know he's not. I know that the, he's not actually in a paramilitary group. I think this kid is like 16, and that was just meant to, like, you know, intimidate or whatever. But, um, yeah,
1: yeah, I think so as well. It's purely in t- to intimidate, like, but I the next thing I think is like is that whole thing about like the name that he doxed himself, like. Yep. I think like you, you said, like that, uh, you thought that maybe that like, it could be like an enemy of theirs or something like that, like where they were trying to, I think that's, that's what it is. Like, I think it's like harassing someone else, uh, by like, uh, attributing the docs to them. And I think it's like, in keeping... yeah. So he gave
0: me this kid's name and school said, this is me. This is my name. I go to this school, which makes no sense. Cause why would he give that up? Uh, I think what he wants me to do is get in contact with that school and be like, I think this other kid is, is sending threats online.
1: Yeah, as well, like, I think with the way he said, like, no, like, I hadn't heard, he hadn't heard anything from the police about it. Like, I think, like, the police, like, because after, like, because there was something in the Belfast Telegraph that I saw, like, where they were looking into it, like, after the whole um, 4chan note and Kethlis reported it by the looks of things. Like, so I think if they had a name, they would have at least contacted the person. He said he didn't hear anything about it. And also it fits with the MO where, like, he attributed the thing to Kiwi Farms and it has nothing to do with them. Like, so that's just kind of something he does, like, where he, like attributes his harassment to other people, like, I think, like, but then the thing where I think, like, he, like, uh, had a self or a cryptic reference on the letter or, like, that 4chan letter where it said, like, this for Sneed and Ulster, like, I did you did know what Sneed uh, Sneed
0: is, a uh, I believe it's a Kiwi Farms reference. I, I saw something on it the other day, but I don't, I haven't looked into it yet.
1: Is it not? I, I, I don't know if it's a Kiwi Farms reference or not but like uh what it also refers to is you know that whole Mallory character you were talking yeah. about. Uh like Mallory is like his like friend online like who like engages in the harassment with him as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah, like Fancy German car you were saying is like a handle she uses like. Yep. Yeah. So I, I just, like, type that into Twitter, and, like, there's some sort of Simpsons reference where, like, Homer goes up to this, like... Oh,
0: this is... Sorry, this is just a... I, I remember this now. Sneed, Seed, and Feed is... it's a, People just have to... It's hard to explain. Yeah, this is just yeah. a Simpsons reference that I think a lot of Zoomers like. um But, yeah, anyway, is there a connection to this stuff?
1: Well, like, in that Sneed, Seed, and Feed, like, what, what they say to Homer, uh, like, would, when he pulls up is, like... A, look at this city slitter, slicker in his fancy german car and like, oh
0: uh, okay so it's just a simpsons reference
1: yeah the whole thing is a simpsons reference like so like uh i think like like sneed and fancy german car is part of the same joke like so i yep. just think that that is like some reference to either mallory for in the or, or it's the same kind of reference to their in joke uh for <clears throat> in in the letter in a way <clears throat> but i think uh like uh mallory as well could be like a uh sock puppet account of his like did you confirm like when you were on the discords or lurking that they're definitely two different people because like it seemed to me like kind of like that they could it could be a sock puppet it could be
0: it would be a very elaborate scam if it if he had two identities just because it goes back a very long way and seems legit but um yeah it's it's, all. there's no way to know for sure
1: yeah, I've just seen, like, enough, like, catfishing stuff where, like, people create these, like, elaborate communities and stuff to, like, add layers to their harassment, and he just yeah. seems like a really kind of, like...
0: It's very hard to follow. He uh... kind of
1: Cryptic troll-like, so, uh, like, it just seemed, like, very, very, very dense, like, all the, the stuff he was doing, like... Like, have you, have you ever seen the re- uh, research on trolls where it's, like, they score very highly and, like, the dark uh, triad, yeah. like... Of, yeah, uh,
0: that's that's how this kid comes across, Um yeah. Can I, wait? Can I ask what area it. you're in, or do you not want to say publicly?
1: Yeah, I, I'm not in like psychology or anything. I'm just kind no, of, no, no, no. What,
0: what, where you live, rather?
1: Oh, uh, I'm in uh, Southern Ireland, like not Northern Ireland.
0: Okay, um, that's uh, all useful. Was there anything else you had on this?
1: No, no. It was just. Oh, it was a really, really good episode.
0: Thank you. Very useful information. The mystery of Teddy only deepens, but I have a feeling I'll be able to get to the bottom of it. Hopefully, we'll have an update soon. Justin, what's up?
2: Hey there, Jesse. Hey, um, going to line up with your last caller and say uh, those Keffels episodes were fantastic. Uh, Thank just you. you. You told the story very well. I know a bunch about it just from other sources. I'm could I follow a bunch of people. I'm, so, but, I'm
0: sorry to hear that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very glad because obviously this is how the story gets told everywhere else. Um, is oh my god, a trans person was harassed online. That's basically the only angle that exists if for anybody that's not you. <laughs> and uh, I think you did a really good job of treating the story as, you know, not needing to provide all of that sympathy as a built-in part that just is blinders for the rest of the world. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, it, it, it was really well done. And a thing that I want to comment on, someone in the episode, you or Katie, made a joke about, uh, should we call this segment Yes, Yes, No?, and my God, you need to do that because ever since that podcast went away, um, I don't have a source of that. You, like, Blockdown Report is the closest source to that kind of thing. And it was a fantastic segment on that show.
0: <laughs> I know. I really misreply all. It's just that was such a sad meltdown. But, yeah, someone should bring back a version of Yes Now.
2: Well, I think that someone should be you guys. You guys, uh, you you have the the right internet, you know, mindset to be able to tackle those kinds of things. I think
0: maybe we could do something like that in the uh, the live show if we can get the copyright issue in order.
2: Oh yeah, I suppose that I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's probably a concern. <laughs> um, since we started talking about it, though, uh, maybe a more important thing, though, not entirely unrelated, because what happened with Cloudflare was I think really fucked up, and we should be concerned um but the debanking stuff that you brought up earlier um i don't know how aware you are of this but this isn't a new phenomenon it's been happening for a while it has been happening almost exclusively to as you can imagine right-wing figures for the past few years yeah Um, it it, uh it, it happened to some really big name people under very kind of shady circumstances as in like you know they didn't even technically break the rules of whatever site they're on um I don't know if you're familiar with Carl Benjamin, Sargon of the Cod. It happened to him on Patreon. I think I remember. Yeah,
0: yeah he, him getting booted from Patreon led to the like Sam Harris Exodus and some other folks, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it was a big concern then, um, and you know, obviously the, he's okay, but it happens to all kinds of other people. Um, I think maybe one that you have heard of is uh, it happened on PayPal. Um, a bunch of people who were like affiliated with in quotation marks, sex work, work, uh, got kicked off for, you know, selling nudes somewhere or something like that. Yeah, Um, It's a really big problem, I think. And the banks don't have, I think, I think they really need some kind of support, probably from the government that says, like, you're not allowed to do this so that they have a viable social response when these campaigns come. I was it's thinking – I, I just
0: – I don't know how any of this works and I know like the idea of a common carrier is important and these categories yeah. get blurred. But I would so be in favor of of regulations that basically said unless there's criminal activity, I have no idea how you could write such a regulation. I have no idea if it would be constitutional but like I, I want it to be the case that Venmo and PayPal – cannot cut someone off who has a legitimate bank account who hasn't done something wrong. I just think that's the easiest way to deal with this so that it's not an endless series of often bullshit judgment calls.
2: Yeah, I, I really hope so. And especially financial institutions, they're already very heavy regulated. I don't think this would be an an unwarranted burden for like the value that they provide to keeping society together. There's a... I can't remember the person's name. Uh, I th- I don't want to say the wrong name, Uh, but there's someone who's like literally building what they're calling the parallel economy, which is to serve these people who get kicked off of these platforms and basically anybody who's concerned about that. Um,
0: And and That sounds like, is this based on like uh, Web3 or Bitcoin,
2: stuff like that? I don't know. I'm not, I haven't particularly looked into it. I'm just a regular guy. Uh, But uh, the thing that worries me about it is that it seems like it would be kind of like a fracturing of society if that were to truly take hold yeah um like imagine if there were literally two economies like a left economy and a right economy in a country that's just one step one
0: seems, step closer to
2: Tim pool's vision of the world
0: i know seems like we're headed that way unfortunately
2: yeah um okay so uh i do have two questions for you on this specifically um one is uh how do you feel about digital currency is a thing when you look at it from this context where it kind of enables what i've heard called turnkey authoritarianism um you mean digital
0: currency just meaning things like Venmo and paypal uh
2: yeah but i mean more like if we were to transition into a fully cashless society where you like you could literally have no ability to conduct business using legal tender
0: yeah. Oh no. I mean, I don't think we're there yet. But I, 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 this, I just find this stuff so worrisome. I mean, it's just like, the kind of folks who want to like deplatform and debank people. Just they don't stop. They're not like, oh, the people we don't like are off Twitter now, so we're gonna stop. They, there's a level of relentlessness there that, and I, I worry greatly about financial systems where to participate, you almost have to like. Move your cash through or via a private company. They can just do whatever they want to. I think that's a horrible idea, and it yeah, it worries me a lot.
2: Yeah, I okay, mean, we're, cool. we're
0: like so. I don't, I don't, I don't think Stripe would ever be like, oh, Blocker Import is too problematic. But the fact is, our whole business, both my businesses, block to Import and my newsletter, I, I'm just relying on the good graces of Stripe not to be fucking assholes. What what kind of system is that? It's ridiculous. Oh
2: yeah, I can name loads of people who have had this exact problem and have moved to Stripe because other payment processors won't have them. Yeah. And I'm not even, I'm talking no one near as fringe as you might be imagining would get that treatment.
0: They're not even yeah. fascists like I am.
2: Uh, yeah. You like they. Yeah. They, they are for trans rights. It's crazy that this could happen to them.
0: Um, uh, um, sorry. You had one other question. Uh,
2: yeah. And, and the other bit was um, a lot of the stuff that happens with, even at the PayPal and Patreon level of things, um, seems to be driven by companies like MasterCard in some degrees. Like they have an inordinate amount of influence over what those companies can do. Um, and, and I guess the the next bit was going to be like, I think you answered it, is are you in favor of regulation of those types of institutions? And it sounds like, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, I, maybe this is probably something I should look into. I don't. I'll have the time. But like I, I would – Instantly, just any regulation that gives big companies less discretion to make these sorts of judgments about who's allowed to like send or receive money, like just no, no fucking brainer. And of course, you know, if the government wants to bring charges against someone or put them on a terrorist, I mean, the terrorist watch lists are often bullshit, but I'm saying there should obviously be discretion in the sense that if the government decides this and proves this person is a drug trafficker, I'm fine with that in that case. But anyway, yeah, I I think it's a no brainer. I think it's. Gays Against Groomers should be allowed to raise money for their shitty organization. Um, anyway, thank you. Thank or a you Canadian
2: trucker.
3: Thank you.
0: Or a Canadian trucker, right. Uh, and Morden, what's up?
3: I'm unmuted. Can you hear me?
0: I can. What's up?
3: Uh, two quick things. First of all, the Gays Against Groomers thing drives me crazy because I'm a gay guy and I do... And you're do, a groomer, like, so you're... And I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm bifurcated. I'm a non-grooming gay. There but seriously, the... Um, The thing that drives me crazy about, you know, being a part of this quote-unquote community is, or one of the things that drives me the most crazy about it lately, is there's this obvious support for the community only to the point that you're willing to agree with um, your progressive overlords, you know? And it's especially frustrating to me because I'm a progressive, like I'm, I'm liberal, but there's something about knowing that the extent of my support from liberals... Uh, is the extent to which I agree with them, and that the moment I become a conservative, you know, they'll deplatform me or something? No, oh, this is sort like of,
0: uh, John McWhorter or Coleman Hughes. Syndrome. Exactly. Yeah, Gay they're called
3: out as being. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so it's absurd because it's so obvious, and it also shows the shallowness of the support. The support is there for social capital. The support is not there because they they are trying to help. The support is there because they they want the social capital that comes with pretending yeah. to help. Uh, in many cases, so that's very frustrating to me. And you know, I was just listening to a podcast with somebody from Gays Against Groomers. It's a it's a podcast hosted by two trans men, and they had one of the Gays Against Groomers people on, and they were interviewing him, and it was a really interesting conversation. And then this deplatforming thing happens. And I'm like, well, proof again, you know, that we've got to we've got to do everything that they say or they're going to withdraw their support, which is so frustrating. Now, the other piece of this, Justin was wondering who was building the parallel economy. Uh, It is his name is Andrew Torba. He is the guy who's the CEO of Gab.com. And this is the thing that's interesting, especially for you, Jesse. You should definitely look into this just because it's so fucking weird that no journalists are covering it. Gab.com uh, got deplatformed from PayPal, and they have been building. It is a, it is, it is a very conservative to the point that it's like the fucking Mos Eisley Cantina of far right, right? Like it's really bad. But um, they got deplatformed, for, you know, for or not deplatformed. They got, you know, PayPal cut them off, so they started building their own version of PayPal, and they have a, a, something called Gab. I think it's called Gab Pay or something like that. Uh, that this and this guy, their CEO, is trying very consciously and and literally trying to build a parallel economy, and there's something about I don't know if they're pulling it off, but I get the feeling from watching this that I got. I remember when there was this there was this service that tried to do delivery to home before we had uh, smartphones, right? Yeah. And and it didn't take off. Uh, you know, had a big marketing campaign with Lee Majors. Uh, it didn't work out. I don't even remember what they were called. But uh, now, obviously, we have, the technolo- we have the technology and they're pulling it off. And I, I'm looking at this and I'm like, even if this guy is not pulling off his conservatives-only version of PayPal, I have a funny feeling that that, that might be where we're headed. Like, I'm, I'm with Justin on that concern that it's more than just our media that's going to start splitting along political lines. It'll be like everything, services, everything, banking I mean, that that's a little dystopian. But it's certainly something worth looking into. And I'm surprised that there's no journalism around this and that there's nobody watching Gab.com because I would think that liberal journalists would be scared shitless about this.
0: I'm going uh, uh, to, yeah, I, uh, I should look yeah. into that. That sounds very interesting. Thank you for the... Just uh,
3: hot, hot tip. Hot
0: tip. That was probably... <laughs> everyone was aware of six months ago. Uh, thank you, Morton. I appreciate that.
3: Sure thing. Bye.
0: Mickey, what is that?
4: Hey, Jesse. Good, good. Um, yeah, I was just thinking just about what the, what you and Morton were, were talking about. It's, it, it, it almost seems like a lot of this stuff is like, I've been thinking more about the whole concept of like ESG, the, the sort of corporate, I guess you could say kind of greenwashing protocol thing that, you know, is seems to be popular these days. And it, it kind of seems like a lot of this stuff I'm kind of thinking a lot of these like big companies and corporations that like lead these things where it's like we're cutting off these people. It's like I kind of think that like they it might not even be as cynical as we think in a lot of ways, like I think they're just like, oh I can you know like we can I can feel good about being like a billionaire and keep doing what I'm doing. Because I'm like I found the new better, you know, bad guy. Yeah. It's like it's not about the oil anymore. It's like it's about these white nationalists or something like that. So I think it's like it doesn't even have to be like a smoky back room kind of thing to to explain why that works, you know, why that could potentially be something they're pursuing so hard. Um anyway, I w- wanted to say uh I just wanna get your take on this like insane uh Kyla uh Kayla Lemieux. Um the uh the the teacher up in uh that school in Ontario with the insane massive boobs <laughs>
0: okay. um
4: i know it's I know it's crazy, I know it's crazy, but it's just like it's tripping me out so much because I saw this uh I'll try to keep it quick, but I saw this little clip earlier today from this guy, this youtuber, the rational national i think he's sort of like a lefty youtuber guy, and he was talking about how um Tucker Carlson was talking about it, and his his take was basically like. Like, you know, this is such an edge case and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking about it. and I was like, it it is an edge case. Like so much of the stuff that, that, that we, you know, that people worry about is an edge case, but it's like the edge cases matter in a weird way. It's, it's kind of like what, when you guys were talking about the thing in Loudoun County with that kid, it's like, yes, it's super unlikely to happen. Like the, um, if, you know, anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, the, the, the kid that was, or the two girls that got assaulted. Or in the uh, bathrooms in Loudoun County by the supposedly trans. Yeah, uh,
0: although I, I think at this point it's questionable. I, I agree with everything you've said so far. I wouldn't even consider confirm the kid was non-binary. Although I sort of stopped following the story, but yeah, that was the rumor at least.
4: Sure, sure. Yeah, and yeah, you
0: can insert like, you can insert other cases. There was a in New Jersey, two women were impregnated in prison. There's a horrible yes, rapist. shit. Yes, like there's ed, there's edge cases exactly. Of course, exactly.
4: Yeah. And I was anyway. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but the thing that I was thinking about in a way is like you could almost take it to the like cop argument. It's like, I'm very much in favor. It's like, I think we need police. It's like, they need, you know, we we can't have bad cops running around. But we definitely need police, but people just focus on the edge cases so much. And in my mind, I'm like, don't focus on the edge cases of like, you know, a couple people are going to be killed in bad police shootings every year. It's going to happen. But then, but then it's like, I feel like people that are like heterodox thinkers and stuff like, I think we recognize that like the police need to be fixed, and you can't have bad cops. But I watched an interview with the uh, the um, head of the uh, school board up in this, you know, up in this like uh, town in Ontario, and this dude was like such a deer in the headlights because it's it's seeing these people just realize that they're backed into this crazy logical corner. Yeah, have to just be like, I have to just support this thing. And I know I'm kind of, like, throwing a lot out there, but it's just, like...
0: No, I mean, I can, I, I can give my, jacking up my mind. take, because I had a brief um, ill-advised moment where I thought of doing a newsletter on this. Maybe I can just get out of my system now. But, like, basically, the point is, some of us have been pointing out for a while, gender identity is, like, really poorly defined, and all these laws and regulations, it's just... It, it's so poorly devi- defined. Look at... um. Alex Byrne is the, is the main guy. Rebecca Riley Cooper is a ph- another philosopher. It's so it these are the circular definitions, vague definitions. If you look at the into- Ontario Human Rights Code like the definitions for gender and gender identity and gender expression, I I think you're basically allowed to wear pornographic prosthetic boobs if it's your Choice of yeah, gender I expression. I think
4: they're like backed into a corner with it like so, legally.
0: But it's so. My, my argument is it's an edge case, but like it's an edge case revealing that something's maybe a little bit wrong, and that the rules should be written differently. Now, Peter Bogosian, who block, blocked me a while ago, actually I thought made like a intellectually honest point, which it's hard to actually come up with like why this is morally wrong in a consistent way. Oh yeah, way. I saw I mean, that
4: tweet. He did. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah. I
0: think. I mean, I frankly think this person has a fetish because why the fuck else would you put on size triple whatever board or they're foot?
4: trying to get or they're trying to get fired so they can sue that, I heard something like that yeah but but the
0: point is so like you have this so the wee the spa thing California made the law in California state you can't if you see a male person in the women's locker room you're not even according to ACLU you're not even allowed to ask if they're supposed to be there so like women have don't even have the right to ask questions of someone they don't think should be there is that is that necessary to trans rights to not have any boundaries? Is it is it are we defending an important principle to let the fetishistic right. teacher wear giant boobs or to let fetishistic Yaniv ask fucking immigrants to shave? Yeah. his bo- so like yeah. the only reason, frankly, yeah. the only reason I know about these cases is because the right wing makes hay out of them, which of course yeah. they're going to do because they're fucking ridiculous. But you can't just be like oh, Tucker Carlson's a jerk, you, I'm using the proverbial you, you don't mm-hmm. have an answer because you've decided that like anything anyone says about their gender is automatically true and can't be questioned. That's obviously not a sound basis for policy. So I think, yeah, I think they're cases. I think they're weird. I feel icky talking about it. I definitely did not. I don't think I posted those horrible photos of that person, but like mm-hmm. – we should probably at some point stop avoiding having a principal talk over like what we mean when we talk about gender identity because I would not want any teacher fired for being trans or for wanting to present a certain way. I mean, like if you talk to trans people, these are like – it's not a joke. It's – you're you're potentially ruining someone's life. But that doesn't mean that I have to say like, oh, yeah, that that's normal. That's right. That's like – Anyway, that's my little mini rant on that. I hope, I hope it makes sense.
4: No, it does. It's just it's it's such a trip to me. It's just crazy that it's like we're in this situation where it's just like every like I'm sure every trans person is just like, Jesus, this is insane. Like <laughs> Right. You think the
0: average fucking trans person just trying no to look at that as like, Yep, that's that's what we're I mean, it's right. it's it seems to a certain extent bad actors are able to take advantage of us. <laughs> a form of inclusivity that is maybe in certain senses a little too inclusive in the same way you wouldn't want to like give affirmative action slots to someone who had no actual connection to a marginalized identity or scholarships right. like there's Sorry. usually some guardrails if only normative ones
4: yeah yeah, it's definitely like a road to hell paved with good intentions kind of thing, I think. A, anyway, road, I just to giant,
0: to... a road to giant prosthetic boobs. <laughs> so paved It's in good so purposes. insane.
4: I sent it to my friend, and she was like, when it first happened, and she was like, this is a right wing. This is not true. And it turned out that it is, which is <laughs> Thank All you, All right. Man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank
0: Let's you. keep rolling through here. Peyton, what's up? And Chris is going to be the last caller. We got Jonah, Jamile, and then Chris, and then we'll be done. What's up, Peyton? Peyton, you got to unmute yourself. All right, I'm going to go to Jonah. Peyton, if you get back in line, I will uh, bring you back to the front of the queue. Jonah, what's up? Hey, Jesse, how are you? Good, how are you?
5: I'm pretty well, thank you for asking. Uh, so I'm Canadian, and so I'm very invested in these laws pertaining to uh, the legal protections of trans people in the workplace and housing and things like that. Obviously, they deserve them but I worry that they're worded in such a manner that in addition to being exploited, however marginal in these edge cases, I worry that they might end up uh, pitting one legally protected characteristic against an other, religion versus gender identity. At my work, and just so we're clear, I'm a machinist. Uh, at our last uh, monthly staff meeting, we were told that respecting to people's pronouns is mandatory and not doing so constitutes harassment and is subsequently a fireable offense. And I worry about when a policy like that rubs up against someone who is sufficiently devout to the point where they refuse that, and what the backlash the backlash might be. do you get where I'm coming from?
0: yeah uh, I mean again this is this has been like a really um I tried to bake bread the other day for the first time in a while for my friend's like backyard barbecue, and the first loaf I just completely fucked up, and it was like half baked it was like a little chowed bread that. Did not look the way, and a lot of the philosophical arguments and like public intellectual arguments about this are are chode bread. Like no one's actually. It's just you repeat mantras, and you have to agree with them, or you get in trouble. So like the the question you raise is a genuine one. If someone says, "This is who I am," and someone else says, "Well, I have what feel to me like reasons to disagree with your sense of who you are," that used to be the sort of thing like philosophers would debate, and we'd have a public discussion over where the boundary should be. It it feels like in liberal spaces there's been none of that, because if your answer is anything but, yes, I agree, that person is whoever they say they are, full stop, 100%, you'll get in trouble or get fired. So, yeah, I think they're probably here, too, some edge cases where, like, maybe you come up with some sort of compromise. Like, I don't want people to be misgendered. I also don't want people to feel coerced. And especially in more traditional communities, like, this stuff is a pretty big deal, and you can't pretend it's not. So... Yeah, if there's frustration in my voice, it's just like this idea that we're not going to have any talk about this stuff. We're just going to, you know, write it all into law and figure out the details later. I just don't think it's a great approach.
5: Yeah, it's something I'm really conflicted about as well. Uh, I'm patronally Jewish, raised in Reformed Judaism, although I got this term from you and I like it. I consider myself an erotic, godless Jew now. And I've had, I've had countless conversations about like, the nature of identity, so it's absolutely up for debate. But by the same token, too, I'd feel bad, like, forcing Ben Shapiro or someone of his ilk, like, with the force of law to refer to me as Jewish, who does not consider me to be such.
0: I mean, there, no, anyway. I mean, and that, but that's what's interesting about it. There's almost um, – I can't think of any other example of, like, a rights fight that really stem to – that come down to, like, you need to say something about someone else, who they are, even if you disagree with it. We We generally – Recognize certain distinctions, like Muslims have a right to worship and to peaceably assemble, but i don't I don't have to say I think Muslims understanding of God is correct, so this is just it's it's a unique and very interesting and fraught area, and I wish people would treat it as such because it's it is different from what has come before
5: absolutely thank you for your time, Jesse. You have a good evening
0: thanks Jonathan. uh Jamal what is if I can get the button to work there we go what's up?
6: Hey, Jesse. Hello. Hey. Um, I just wanted to raise the possibility that maybe everything works out if we just use increasingly vague definitions of gender identity. Um, and just Intentional have, like, vagueness, I like it. Commit any crimes when you're expressing it. Eventually it covers any sort of expression that you might say or believe. And eventually, you know, the trans rights movement just becomes the ACLU. There we go. It's just every. It's everything. Full circle. Chase Strangio doesn't even have to change jobs.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a good, uh, good, good plot. I like it.
6: Right, one last shitty joke before I go. <laughs> right. um, the Simpsons references kind of pissed me off, man. Was that? I don't think there's any need for any more Simpsons references ever again.
0: Oh man, that's I'm, I feel triggered. The
6: uh, here's my argument. Yeah, our country elected Mayor to president as a republic. <laughs> can't be talked. Yeah, that's true.
0: I like that. Right. thank <laughs> you, Jamal. Chris, Chris of Decoding the Gurus, noted fascist online. What's up,
7: Jesse? How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm I'm post COVID recovery, so that's.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. Was it? I hope it was okay.
7: Yeah, the, just inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the 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 way to classify it. But um, yeah. So I my voice is more craggly than is typical. It's it, and that's my defense. It's it's not my northern Irish. <laughs> right. Um, and it was also very enjoyable to hear you. To have to discuss Northern Irish politics. and, and I think we mangled experience. it. For one
0: thing, we said FTP was <laughs> fuck the police instead of fuck the Pope. So we had a lot of very, yeah. very friendly, civil Northern Irish folks right in to correct our errors.
7: Yeah, it's nice to see people tiptoeing around. I think Ulster volunteer force or <laughs> you know, they, yeah. Like the culture war has moved on from Northern Ireland mostly. So that, that was enjoyable. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the 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 point I wanted to make, which maybe tangents a, a little bit off what some of the other people that have called in have said, is in. I'm wondering about your opinion in these cases where you know, like you have figures such as Alex Jones or Sargon of Akkad, and um, that become these these kind of lightning rods. Uh, around issues about free speech, right, and what should be allowed on the platform or not allowed on the platform and so on. But I I often find in these cases, and it's a big frustration for me, I suspect you find it in the topics that you cover as well, that people often have very strong opinions but have done very little research. Like, they don't know very much about Alex Jones' content or... What he's done, you know, like the reasons that were given for him being banned or that kind of thing. And it it strikes me that a lot of the debate around it takes place in this kind of decontextualized, you know, uh, just people's vibes about what should, you know, free speech as opposed to. It's like a form emotion.
0: of con- context collapse almost.
7: Yeah, but but also that whenever you look at the alternative platforms that, that come in, you know, like Gab or people, uh, you know, Telegram or whatever the case may be, invariably, like someone said, those are hives of scum villainy. You know, there's a lot of overt, far right, anti-Semitic content and all that kind of thing. And like, that's why people want to get on Twitter. And those other platforms. So I'm just interested in your, you know, navigating that kind of thing. Where I, you are always asked that, like, issue opinions on these kind of figures. And I don't know, like, do you feel obligated to do deep dives on all of them, or issue vibes, or yeah? How do you navigate that?
0: No, I mean, I, my, you know, my default knee-jerk response is I don't want people to platform Alex Jones. Is like a super mega outlier where I just I think it reached a point where I don't see how companies could keep him on. Uh, and I, I'm willing to take the bruise to my free speech bro reputation. Sargon of Akkad, I, I had to, he came up and I had to like look back into his stuff. I, I didn't get the sense that he was like, my sense is he's like a pretty staunch conservative, but I think he's also beefed with like actual white nationalists so i I would just in that case i just don't know what led to his getting banned but i just i think i want patreon to have like really liberal standards and not ban people unless absolutely necessary and my sense is people have complained on both sides you know the sex worker types um have complained and you know sargon fans have so uh the short answer is no i don't know the deep details of the Sargon stuff. Or I might have known them in like 2017 and then other even dumber stuff pushed it out of my brain. But uh, I agree. A lot of these cases, you, you need to know the full context to, to be fully informed about them.
7: The kind of cases I'm um, recently springing to mind are, you know, Andrew Andrew Kate and, and Nick Fuentes, for example. And I, I feel that, you know, that, that you can have, Discussions about free speech and platforms, but like there, there has to be recognition that like there are some standards, right? And I, I always get the impression that you know with like figures like Andrew Tier, it's more the idea people want to look at, and like if they look at his content and you know the, the what what kind of things he's been promoting, or that he's running like essentially a multi-level marketing even on the platforms which presumably you know there are rules and you can't do that those those kind of details seem to just get lost in people digging into whether they view themselves as you know pro free speech or not. And it means you you can't really discuss the in like the cases because when, what people are debating is like their philosophical position as opposed to discussing you know what Andrew T. has specifically done or not done, and those two things get completed. I realize that those comments more than a question. But... No, I mean I,
0: I think you're right. I think everyone wants to have an opinion on, on everything, and though, so if they don't know the details, they'll just revert to like chanting the same mantras they always do, which I'm sure I'm um, I'm guilty of in some cases. I will say I think some of this is fueled by the fact that. Platforms clearly don't have consistent principles on this stuff, and clearly respond to outrage and to the villain of the day. I still don't understand how Destiny, who is a very big streamer, got kicked off these platforms. And I know some of the details there, so I think if like if there were clear rules and they were clearly, um, you know, the standards were upheld with consistency, maybe people wouldn't freak out about this stuff. But um, anyway, I hear what you're saying. I I don't disagree with you.
7: Yeah, I I think. In the case of Destiny, I don't know the details around his original banning, but I I you know like Twitter technically says you can't do ban evasion, right? So like once he right, made,
0: well he but his version is he right he ban evaded after getting banned because white nationalists mass reported him and people are celebrating. It's just all very easily abused, I think. But um, there could yeah. be something there missing. Yeah.
7: No, no, I I think you're right about like platforms not having consistent standards, and that's been one of the like extremely confusing things about it. But I i don't know I just i I listen as you know <laughs> to a lot of heterodox content, and i it's sometimes kind of amazing to me that there's so much time spent on those issues, but like if you ask people about like Alex Jones content, there's so few of them that have spent any time to look into it. You know, they can talk yeah. about Alex Jones for uh, half an hour, but they 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 don't or or multiple weeks but they don't spend any time looking at this content so it's just frustrating that's all I've just voicing the frustration so totally understand I appreciate that
0: of course could I um, after you get off I'm going to shoot you a question about something else on uh, Twitter DM if you don't mind if you have a minute hey you there anyway hopefully you heard that Chris I'll, I'll just DM you after this is over uh, All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. That was nice. We got through the whole queue. No one left. And I thought it was a good chat. Uh, as always, if you enjoy what I'm doing here, tell other folks about this, about my other work. I hope to meet some folks at these live events. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. I hope you have a good Wednesday night, and I will see you again soon. Farewell.